Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. We are your hosts, Joseva Kapadia and Jasper Rivers. Get paid for your pad. 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 Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Get Paid for Your Pad. Today we have a very special episode. It's a little bit different from what we normally talk about. We've got Devin Chase on today, and Devin is a real estate expert. And today he's going to talk about what sort of analysis goes into purchasing a property with the short stay market in mind. So without further ado, Devin, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for allowing me to be on the show. It's an amazing opportunity. I'm ready to get right into it. Awesome. All right. Well, we're happy to have you. And so let's start off, as we always do, with your background. So why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Certainly. Well, I've been living in Las Vegas for the past 10 years, and I've been involved in the real estate industry for those same 10 years, starting with mortgage processing and mortgage underwriting for the most part. And then um, I went on to sell mortgages as a mortgage broker. Uh, for a big financial institution. And it got to the point where I felt like I had done everything regarding selling a home except for actually selling a home. So um, I took my customer service skills and my book of business and I decided to become licensed in which um, I've been selling homes now for the past uh, couple years. And um, that's where we're at. And have you been in Vegas the entire time throughout your entire career or you've been all over? Uh, for the past 10 years, I've been in Las Vegas. So prior to that, I was in a, another industry, in another land. <laughs> I see. Hey, Devin, I'm, I'm just curious. Has the real estate market in Las Vegas, has it been hit hard by the crisis in, in 2009? Absolutely. Yeah, the crisis devastated Las Vegas. Uh, we started seeing signs in 07, actually. And as a mortgage underwriter, the writing was on the wall, if you will. But there still was purchases made. Um, there were purchases made in real estate. And through 07, 08, and even 09, I you know, witnessed a lot, of, um, a lot of real estate purchases at the top, the very top of the market before the recession. Um, and I feel like those were kind of, those buyers were hit the worst. And uh, through 10 and 11, we kind of watched uh, what they call a Darwinian flush, if you will. It was a term that I didn't necessarily understand when I first heard it. Um, I didn't like it when I first heard it, but I have come to understand it and witness and watch it. And that's what we've seen. Is it kind of survival so, yeah, this? Exactly. Right. And so, has, uh, it, has, it, has it recovered a lot? Yes. I feel as though it has. Um, in the market right now, in my business, I see maybe one to two out of 10 distressed properties on the market, which is significantly lower than what I've seen in past years. And 
I understand that now this is now of course you can probably dive into this a little bit more but I've heard that there's been an influx of cash to revive in particular the downtown area as of late can you talk a little bit about that um, only from what I've read in, in headlines and in local news and what I've kind of heard um, in the industry but yes there have been a lot of purchases uh, downtown is seemingly become more and more revitalized. Uh, there's a new initiative that's taken place down there that has brought a new sense of awareness and appeal to downtown. Uh, and there have been some owners, some landowners, business owners, homeowners that have um, stood to gain in this new awareness that's taken place down there. It's actually very exciting. That's cool. And just for our listeners who are kind of sort of familiar with Vegas, of course, there's a distinction between downtown and the Strip. They're separate. The Strip is is where most tourists usually go when they go to Vegas. But there's a whole other area, downtown, which is sort of having a rebirth. And from what I've heard, it sound, it is very exciting and really cool. So, yeah, I think it's his Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Not to cut you off, it, it, it's uh, quite historic. Uh, oh, the downtown area. Okay, cool. Yeah, the downtown revitalization, I feel, is a, a historic feat, if you will. Oh, I was wondering, um, Devin, what's, what's your expertise in the, particularly in the, in the short market in, in Las Vegas? Well, I've witnessed in my business um, many clients that inquire and have purchased for the sake of investing and uh, they debate back and forth whether it should be long-term stay or um, vacation destinations. And I have seen success for um, my clients that have done, that have uh, purchased and put their properties into the short stay market, be it Airbnb, be it other websites, be it uh, by themselves. Mm-hmm. Interesting because you know, I used to rent up my apartment uh, in Amsterdam on long term to like for like six to twelve months or even longer, and when I switched to Airbnb, I made way more money, like more than two times as much uh, within like three or four months or so. Do you see a similar thing happening with your clients or not? I can't speak exactly to what they're bringing in. As far as through Airbnb, um, but what I can say is that the short stay market here in Las Vegas is, is of course, thriving. The people that come to Vegas, uh, tourists and visitors that that come, are looking at many more unconventional ways to enjoy the city. And when I say unconventional, I'm saying it in regard to their accommodations while they're here. So we have seen um, differences. Instead of just going to get a hotel room, um, we have witnessed, you know, friends and family use Airbnb or use um, timeshares or use their inside connections to get uh, better hotel room rates. So I say all that to say that um, nowadays accommodations are an important part of budgeting for uh, your trip to Las Vegas. Now with Las Vegas and the strip, 
when most people come, let's say they want to have relatively close proximity to the strip or actually beyond the strip. What have you seen with respect to Airbnb or, or other short stay rental apartments or units that are maybe five, 10, 15 minutes away from the strip? Absolutely. For, for budgeting concerns, I mean, when it comes down to how much uh, the visitor wants to spend, they can spend a significant amount less and stay in Las Vegas, maybe 10 or 15 minutes away from the strip, which is very close, get a different perspective and view of how the locals live, which is very interesting. And, um, you know, the common misconception about uh, who we are as locals is that, you know, all we do is patronize casinos and so on and so forth. But actually, you know, Las Vegas is a, a beautiful city um, and town outside of the strip. So anyways, a visitor gets to experience that. Um, at Airbnb, and you get to see everything else that Las Vegas has to offer, as well as the Strip being in close proximity. Right, and you know, we actually, we just stayed in Vegas for a little over a month. It was uh, Jasper and I, along with about four other friends, we were all in a house in Vegas. Now, we had never done this before, but we'd always stayed on the Strip every time we'd gone, but it was a, a really fun experience, and that's when I got we stayed at a house. It was in an area called Spring Valley. So we were about 10 or 15 minutes away, and it was really comfortable, and it was really fun. Something I hadn't thought of doing before, but now, at least every time I drive to Vegas, I'm going to absolutely do that. So I just I just much yeah. preferred it. Totally. And why, and why not? You know, you get all the space you want, a couple minutes down from the strip, and then um, you really get to hang out in a place that was decorated. It seems like it was custom uh, put together just for for you, right? For that amount of time that you were there. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it definitely was. And she did. We've talked about her before. We've actually had her as a guest on the show. Her name is Desiree. But she did a really terrific job of not only customizing the experience, but just being very responsive, being a good host and, and the house was beautiful. And I mean, not to mention we got a terrific deal. So it was, it was a really pleasant experience. It sounds like a, a win, 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 win situation. there. <laughs> yeah. And the neighborhood that we're in was actually really, really, really nice. This was good, nice restaurants and you know, it was quiet, no traffic. So I actually really enjoyed staying off the strip. Um, yeah. The next thing I wanted to ask you, Devin is let's say, somebody wants to buy a property in Vegas with the purpose of renting it out on the short term and maybe on Airbnb in particular. Now, do you have any advice or tips for people who are looking to do this? Certainly. I would look at what is on the market right now in the city, see what um, might interest you as a B&B user. Um, for instance, uh, I recently used Airbnb and went out to Pasadena just for an award show. And as opposed to getting a hotel room, we found um, a cute little spot in Eagle Rock. Um, it was, what, four or five minutes away from the venue in Pasadena. But needless to say, we stayed there for a great deal. It was uh, it came with a bottle of wine. The host was amazing. And, but it was significantly less than the other properties nearby that were listed and significantly nicer. And um, so that worked out to be advantageous to us, my girlfriend and I. But at the end of our stay, from a business standpoint, 
I felt the need to tell her, hey, you know what? It might be a good idea to raise your rate. I mean, you could stand to gain because let's let's face it. The amount that we paid for one night to stay at her place, plus the bottle of wine that she spent, uh, that she purchased for us, I mean, the margin of profit um, could have been higher. And she felt that. So now to bring that back to Las Vegas, I say, check out what your competition is, if you will. Um, when I say competition, see what's out there, see where you can be competitive, but you don't want to uh, pr- underprice yourself or price yourself out of the market. That's very important. And then look at the neighborhoods. Um, that you're looking to purchase, um, just the locations. Um, so come out, go with your realtor and do your own due diligence. I think that's very important to, for starters. Right. That makes sense. And, um, it's interesting. You mentioned, um, the pricing. I think that's one aspect of the whole Airbnb hosting that a lot of hosts have, some trouble with because how do you come up with a with the right price how do you optimize your income by setting the right prices you know this is something that most people just don't know and um you know we we talk about about this in in the book a lot um so so you're saying do your due diligence and so you had a really good airbnb experience yourself um do you uh is is if you ever considered hosting on airbnb or sure uh vegas is a different beast and it always is and it it is in every regard especially when it comes down to commerce i feel um so really you know if you're looking at investing in in las vegas there is great opportunity I say reach out to someone who is knowledgeable in what it is that they do um, pertaining to real estate in order to really be able to capitalize on uh, your purchase. So I have a couple of specific questions. Now, these are related to the Vegas market in particular. So the first thing I want to know is how important, if you're looking at property in Vegas, how is important is proximity, proximity to the strip? I say for the purpose of Airbnb, I think, um, and for the, the purpose of the visitor who's coming out here from wherever they're coming from, Southern California, um, internationally, or from the East Coast, they want to be able to have access to the Strip, at least. Um, so I say proximity is important. There are a lot of other things you can do as far as um, um, hiking, uh, go see Red Rock, Mount Charleston, maybe take a, um, a ride down to the Grand Canyon. But being close to the Strip is, let's face it, I mean, that's, that's what you want to do when you come out here at least. And is, is 10 minutes too far, 15 minutes too far? Where would you say is a cutoff where it's going to s- severely impact your earnings? Uh, I'd say 15 minutes. I mean, okay. fortunately for Las Vegas, nothing in Vegas is more than, I think, you know, 20 minutes away. I swear I could get from one side of this valley to the other side. Uh, if I had all green lights, I think I can get there in like 20 minutes. That's that's my, uh, my estimation. Okay. All right. So another thing that Airbnb hosts often deal with is condo associations, if it's not a house, if it's part of a condo. How are condo associations in general uh, in Vegas with respect to short-stay rentals? Do they have problems with it or usually are they cool with it? Oh, uh, well, HOA is something that you you just have to deal with. Um, As far as the price is concerned, I mean, they vary. 
Um, from what I've seen in my business and from my clients, there hasn't been many issues. Uh, there haven't been many issues regarding short stay or Airbnb, unless you're getting into properties on the strip um, that you might be wanting to list on Airbnb. After 10 days, uh, for most of these HOA um uh, organizations after 10 days is considered extended stay where you might uh, be looking into a, an, a lease type of thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. And just for our listeners out there, if you don't know, and correct me if I'm wrong, Devin, HOAs, that's homeowner associations. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Uh, and these are usually, th- this is usually what you have to deal with when you purchase a condominium, when you're sort of a unit that's part of a larger building or organization. And they'll often have rules that govern what people can and can't do on a, at a very broad or general level. Right. And just to go just one, one level deeper, if you see, you know, the acronym CIC, it's a common interest community. And, um, they give you the, uh, the CCNRs, which are those rules that you were speaking about, the covenants and restrictions that uh, that we just spoke of. Okay. Last question on to what to look for. Let's say you're buying a house in Vegas. I know it gets super hot in the summer, especially right now. We're coming into August. Pool or no pool? How critical is having a pool for for short stay purposes? I think that it's not uh too critical then again i'm not um necessarily the one coming to las vegas as a visitor so i'll say that many people want at least to have a pool but what that does on the buyer's end is kind of dwindles down your options you would think that every home in las vegas has a pool just because of um the 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 weather you know that we get out here but that's just not the case. So when you're looking at properties, um, when you add a pool as necessary criteria, purchase criteria, rather, um, it does dwindle down your options. But I mean, to each his own. Um, I know visitors do ask for a pool, though. But you know, they go. There's resorts everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. There's a lot of pool parties in Vegas too. So for and most people come to Vegas to party, so no uh, no lack of pools uh, in, in, in general. Um, right. our, our house didn't have a pool, and at first I thought, well, it's, you know, it would be nice to have a pool, but I don't know. Like, in the end, not sure how many times you're going to use it, because when it's, when it's 115 degrees, you also kind of just want to stay inside and, and be cool, cool in the air conditioning. Right, exactly, exactly. So, you know, but you thought that after the fact. While you were there, you were kind of like, oh, man, we got shorted. Where's the pool? Right, right. But, but again, like, it's uh, obviously it, it, it has to do with the price, right? If, uh, if the price is a lot lower and there's no pool, then, you know, that's, uh, that's also uh, might also be a good option. Certainly. Um, and I'll add, I'll add this, uh, since we're just still talking about the pool and, and purchasing, uh, you can general rule of thumb is about 10 grand for the appraised value, um, of a property with a pool compared to one without a pool is around 10, 10 grand. Okay. Not too bad. Is there any, um, any sort of cautionary 
pieces of advice that you might have for people who are looking to buy something that people want to be aware of and mistakes that they that they shouldn't make? Absolutely. I'd say look into make sure your property has been well taken care of. Do your due diligence and get your home inspections um, and whatever additional inspections that you care to get, whether it be pest inspections, um, so on and so forth. You want to make sure that you have to do, you know, you do minimal maintenance to the property so that you can immediately stand to gain um, in this investment. So that's that would be my biggest uh, tip is to get a good property. And the only way to do that is to uh, do your homework and pay, spend the extra couple hundred bucks here and there to get home inspections. Okay, and obviously you have amazing expertise in this area. You've been doing this for a long time. If people are interested in making a purchase, especially for the short-stay market, how do they get in touch with you? Absolutely. You can reach me at Devin, D-E-V-E-N, at ChaseYourEstate.com. So that's like Chase like the bank, your, Y-O-U-R, estate as in real estate. Okay, awesome. So I have a website. Uh, if I can give you the, the web address. A- absolutely, go for it. Certainly. EliteHomes.us. Okay. All right. So EliteHomes.us. So all that contact information that you've given will be in our show notes. And guys, you can get the show notes at www.getpaidforyourpad.com forward slash podcast. Also, for more information on how to be an awesome host on Airbnb, you can check out the first three chapters of our book at www.getpaidforyourpad.com. And finally, just one more announcement. Our book is being is coming out on Kindle on August 26th. Now, if you get on there on August 26th, you can get a free copy of our book. That's right. It will be completely free if you get up there on August 26th. Devin, thank you so much for being on the show. This was really helpful. Uh, I know that purchasing property, particularly in Vegas, is something that interests me with respect to the short-stay market. It's a great area. I love the city. I always have so much fun when I'm there, and we had an an, an incredible experience uh, in June of this year. So I was really excited to hear all your awesome tips, and I know you and I are going to be talking more about this. But thank you again. It was a pleasure. And uh, guys, for more episodes, check back with us every monday and thursday all right take thank care. you yep. thank you thank you so much you guys and uh yeah next time you come out to vegas hit me up <laughs> <laughs> absolutely all right thanks all right. evan all right, guys. absolutely get paid for your pet 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 get paid for your pet